0: Hello and welcome back. Today is a Sunday, December 6, 2020, and this is episode number 31 and the title is Lessons Learned from Thanksgiving Holiday. So, how was your Thanksgiving holiday? 2 weeks ago, I talked about surviving the holidays. The fall winter holiday season here in the United States is pretty long. It starts with Labor Day weekend, then shortly after is Halloween, then Thanksgiving, followed by Christmas and then New Year, before we can take a break. This doesn't even take into account the pre-holiday stress. I talked about that in episode 22 on October 5th. Today, I want to talk about what we learned from the holidays so far this year, and I am really hoping that those lessons can be put into good use before and during the Christmas and New Year this year. And oh, maybe for some, this could be a lesson of a lifetime and they will never have to repeat it again. I have hopes. This year is different in so many ways. One major way is because of the pandemic. Most people likely were not able to celebrate with very large groups of people. There is no doubt that this year has been very difficult for all of us. We have all been affected in so many ways by this pandemic that our lives were never, may never feel the same. But I have learned throughout my life that there is always something to be learned from even the most horrific and most painful experiences in our lives. So even this pandemic, as horrific as it may be, should teach us all some lessons. First, let's talk about food and food prep. Let's assume that most of you stayed home and had a smaller group. Maybe your immediate family members to celebrate Thanksgiving with. Say you were planning for four people. So you got a turkey and got busy preparing as usual. Um, What else did you prepare? Say, side vegetables, stuffing, most likely for some people, uh, some dessert. One of the comments I heard from multiple people was "Um, I usually make a lot of desserts and sweets to give away. It is a tradition. Okay, let me be honest with you. Most people bake so that they themselves can have some and then give away a lot of it to others. So what is wrong with this picture? Oh, so many things. Number one, if you really are and honestly are trying to be healthy and avoid bad unhealthy sugary treats, you can decide to make something else instead of those this year. How about something handmade that is not necessarily edible? How about a good edible treat? Does it have to be terrible for you and others? How about the fact that not only are you making those and you eat some yourself, but you are actually giving that away to others that you say you love and care about? Really? Since when feeding yourself and loved ones toxic things is a sign of love and care. Another reason people bake those not-so-good baked goods is for the children. Wow. So let's feed the children toxic things early on, get them all a good start with unhealthy habits they will struggle with their entire life, and prepare them for diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and cancer, Because let's face the facts, they will suffer from one or all of those things if they eat this way. Tradition? Hmm. I think some traditions need some serious makeover. But this year, a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, one client of mine asked me for tips to make baked goods that were actually good instead of the traditional fattening, diabetes-inducing, cardiotoxic, cancer-promoting, deadly ones. What a noble idea, actually making something that is good for the people you care about. I was so excited by getting this request that I literally dropped everything I was doing, and trust me, I had plenty. And I replied to her request within minutes. She actually had learned a lesson from the past years and reached out. What can you take away from this? Do you really need to make those things with toxic ingredients for sake of an outdated tradition? I want you to imagine as you are adding sugar, grain-based flour, butter, canola oil, high fructose corn syrup, M&Ms, chocolate chips, Hershey's Kisses, dyed ingredients, wow! Makes me sick listing these things. But, okay, that is what I learned from Googling the most popular holiday baked goods. So I want you to imagine what these ingredients are actually doing to you, to your health, and to those you love. Those you are making these things for. If you had a crystal ball and could look into the future and see what that actually does to them, Would you reconsider? Do you think that is a lesson worth learning? What if I told you that for every single toxic ingredient in any of those recipes, there is a good non-toxic substitute, even if you really have to make those baked goods? You really don't even have to tell anyone that you changed the recipe, trust me, They would not be able to tell, I have done this. So why would you intentionally put yourself and your loved ones in harm's way if you can very easily avoid it? Okay, so we got the baking sorted out, I hope anyway. Another issue that comes up repeatedly every year, every holiday. There was too much food. I ate too much. Hmm. I know that on Thanksgiving, there's usually a lot more food than you would prepare for one meal. First, the turkey is really large, and unless you have many people over, there's usually a lot more food than usual. I personally do not see a problem here. There are several solutions. How about making that meal last multiple days? There is this thing called leftovers. How about sharing some with others? I can think of many people who may be single, alone, and not make a turkey or a big Thanksgiving dinner for themselves. I have been there myself. Wouldn't they appreciate a meal? How about bringing some to a homeless shelter or a family in need? Isn't that the spirit? Aren't we supposed to be thankful for having food on the table? Isn't Is this a good time to think about those who are not as fortunate? This year, with the horrific pandemic, I could also think about many healthcare workers, essential workers, or others who are overworked and underappreciated. How about bringing some of that extra food to some of them? I'm sure you know someone in that situation, or I'm sure you can find one. Before Thanksgiving, I listed a few strategies to deal with this. Here is one very relevant to the topic of too much food and overeating. I said, take a few moments to think about all the people around the world who are not as lucky as you are, who may have lost a loved one this year, or those who may not have the means to even buy a turkey for Thanksgiving. Well, did you? Another tip I shared was this. Reflect on ways you can make a positive impact on the life of someone who is not as fortunate as you are now. Did you? Another common story I hear. I had a little too much to drink. Then I just went downhill from there and I ate way too much and I just lost control after that. Oh, don't even get me started on this topic. I have to take a few moments here. Yeah, another tip I shared before Thanksgiving was this. When you reflect on what you should be thankful for, consider your health first. If you are healthy and alive and well, be grateful. And I stress this phrase... Fight the urge to sabotage that. Fight the urge to sabotage your health. Think about Thanksgiving as just that, being thankful. Embrace this experience and don't do anything to cause you any regrets the day after Thanksgiving. Be the reason why you are thankful each and every day and stay thankful even after this holiday. Well, were you one of those people who had too much alcohol, then lost your better judgment and control? How does it feel sabotaging your health on the very day you were supposed to be thankful for your health? Are you thankful or regretful? What lesson can be learned from this? And last but not least, here's another problem. I did not exercise at all during the holidays. What comes to my mind right away? Why? What exactly is the reason for not exercising during the holidays? Here are a few. The gym was closed. Well, did you leave your feet there at the gym? How about taking a walk or a jog? Um, I had family visiting. Uh, How about a family activity? Say, a nice walk before or after that Thanksgiving meal. How about being honest with family members who may not want to or be able to join you on that walk? How about asking them, is it okay if I go for a walk? Do you mind? How about excusing yourself for 30 minutes and really telling them that? I'm sure nobody would mind that. Even if you really could not move while family was there, let me ask you this. How many days were they there? What if you took one single day of rest and then resumed with activity after that? Did you have to take a week break? How about planning a little ahead this time? Let me tell you this. There are so many things you can do with a single exercise band. How about getting one, even if you have nothing else, even if you cannot walk or move otherwise? A gift for yourself before Christmas? Hmm, that's a good one. I know, I'm being brutally honest with these, and sometimes that may come across as a little harsh. I'm okay with being the nagging voice that will haunt you every time you make a bad choice. Think of me like a very tough disciplinarian parent who would not let you get away with mistakes more than once. My dad was like that. And as much as I dreaded his discipline when I was young, I so appreciate it now. I hope someday you also appreciate my being harsh now, that if you decide to listen and take some of these lessons to heart and follow through, you will be thankful someday. The good news is just that there are lessons to be learned and there are ample opportunities to do better. There is still Christmas and New Year holidays ahead of you. Not to stress you out or anything, but I'm trying to help you plan ahead. This time, I want you to I want to ask you all to share your lessons or learning opportunities with me. I'm sure there are lots that I would love to hear. And as always, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm curious to learn from you. I want to help you if I can. And I will search for answers to your questions. So please reach out, as always, on my website, www.drlale.com, or on my Facebook page, Dr. PhD, or always better to email me at contact at drlally.com. Remember, we all are entitled to our health at little to no cost all the time from birth to death. We all should be thankful for health, life, and all that we have. And we should not ever do anything that we will regret later. There is nothing in this world that is worth sacrificing your health for. Just because your health is your most valuable and most precious possession. I hope that you did learn something from this, and I hope you do remember that lesson for life. And I thank you for listening this week and every week. Stay tuned for the next week's episode. Until then, to your health and happiness.